Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this, the latest episode of the HR Tech Chat video podcast. And I have with me today a very special guest, Brandon Dorr, who is Director of People Technologies at WPS Health Solutions. Welcome, Brandon. Hi, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. And thank you so much for for uh, joining us for this episode of the podcast. Really looking forward to our conversation today. We're going to talk a little bit around sort of the, the confluence of IT and uh, HR technology and some leadership opportunities around that. Really looking forward to that, forward to that uh, discussion. Um, but maybe first you could share with us a little bit more about um, just from a high level, introduce us to yourself and what you do at WPS Health Solutions and what, what the company is all about. Sure, sure. So we'll start with the company. So WPS Health Solutions, we're a not-for-profit health insurer in Wisconsin. Uh, we're also a federal contractor that supports active duty military and retired military personnel um, and seniors and families throughout the U.S. Mm. So great, great healthcare great. industry. So it sounds it sounds like you have a, a lot of interesting stuff to work on. Um, people technologies. What you talk a little bit about that? How did mm. what was your sort of your? How did you? When did you start at WPS Health Solutions? Um, where did you start there, and how did you get to where you are now? Sure, sure. So as you mentioned, now I'm the director of people technologies. But when I started at WPS. Uh, it was about seven years ago, and I came in as a service delivery specialist. Uh, so I came in to help with uh, technical project management, uh, representing just that additional level of technical expertise that our project managers um, didn't necessarily have at that time. So I was brought in, had to learn the IT department top to bottom. Um, my background is in web development. Uh, so I had been in IT for uh, for quite a quite a while, going up from help desk through web development uh, into project management, which landed me at WPS. So with that technical expertise, I came in, learned really how the IT shop functioned, like where are my database people, where are my integrations folks, um, what apps do we have, what does the environment look like. And then you could drop me into these projects to pull those pieces together for the business, right? Because they don't they don't need to know what firewall rules need to be put in place for what servers, things like that, right? So I'd be brought in to help pull those pieces together and and launch some of our um, some of our larger technical projects. Um, coming out of that, uh, our HR department had been looking for some assistance with their data. And that was basically all that was given to me was, you know, we want to look at, we, we think we need some help with our data. So they asked me to consult. So I spent, I spent a little bit of time over in HR, never been in HR, never, I didn't know anything about HR, like no lie. Right. I knew nothing about HR. So I came in and I just, started asking questions and started watching how they use their systems. Um, you know, being a programmer in my early days, there were a lot of parallels into what I was seeing, right? I'd done reporting, I'd done database design. Um, I kind of got how it data flows. So after 
two weeks, it was it was pretty clear. Uh, the issue wasn't just the data. Yeah. It was the systems and the processes and everything around it. Wow. So I presented that and they asked me if I'd stay in HR. And that was that was a, a, an interesting moment in my career journey because I had never thought about having a job not in IT. Yeah. So at that point, I, I, I hesitated a little bit. I was like, can I can you give me some time to think about that? I need to see what I might do um, and what that looks like. Because if I align with HR, am I going to not be as valuable as a technologist in the future? Will that look bad? So I started researching. Like I said, I didn't know anything about HR. So as I'm looking, I'm like, wow, there is so much technology in HR. And on top of that, there seems to be an opening for technical people to help tie that technology to the HR business processes. And I'm like, I feel like this is at that time, almost an untapped market or underutilized combination. And it was when I realized that, when I decided, yeah, I'll move into HR and I'm just gonna bring all my IT background with me. So that's how I started in HR. And at that point, we had to build an HRS team. At that time, we've now moved, we've now called it people technology. But at that point, we had to build this team. Um, HR had basically been running the system without any help from people who knew systems and who knew data and reporting and governance and integrity. Uh, so we jumped in. Uh, now we're using UKG Pro, and we're at that time. Uh, and when I got in there, since they had not had as much technical expertise as they would have needed at implementation, there were a lot of decisions that were made that may have been made differently with more technical guidance. Okay. Uh, just for instance, take the take an org structure, right? Those, when you have those, you may see them as like their names, right? So let's take HRIS. But with, with that in a system, there's usually a code that goes with it. That code is a unique way to tell everything that this is HR, IS. So with the implementation of that, the codes were kind of just created willy-nilly. Now there's a lot of power in those codes if you are someone who understands the data. So we had a lot to dig into, just a lot um, at that point. So we actually engaged Ultimate Software at that time, now UKG, and ask them uh, if they'd step in and kind of help now with this new technology-backed mindset. Um, so we went through the system top to bottom. They offer a program. I don't know if it's still in place, but um, it's called People Process and Product. And we sat down and just went top to bottom through the system. We looked at all the coding, all the um, setup of the org structure, we, we went through everything, workflows, security, and we looked for possible points of improvement. And what that did is that gave us this long roadmap of different things we wanted to take care of to kind of re-implement in a way, but without having to overhaul the whole system. Um, so that was the beginning of our HRS journey. 
this is fascinating. Um, and, uh, and you, it's, quite evident that you're very you've become very passionate about mm -hmm. hr <laughs> which is which is really really uh heartening and encouraging and and i'll just share a few thoughts um just a lot of what you're talking about just i had a bunch of mini micro aha moments as you were sharing your story because one yeah you're right there is a dearth of technologically savvy people in HR and it's not HR's fault. You know, HR leaders at HCM mature organizations or HCM uh, organiz HR organizations that aren't still sort of mired in the operational HR administrative morass um, that, that understand this. Uh, I was speaking with a, a fellow that I know in, in the space, I've known for a while. He's been an HR leader at several organizations. He's not a computer guy, but he talks about the idea of HR, a HR leader as technologist, the HR technologist, and it's absolutely essential. Um, I just don't see how we talk to all sorts of users uh, in the HCM space, and and uh, we've we've I've spoken with people around their implementations, what those have been like um, across several industries over many years, and it just seems to me, especially, you've sort of put a fine point on it or underscored it for me. I imagine it's really, really. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, sort of gray area there for a vendor going in to help an employer that doesn't have that technical expertise on its side, you know, because oftentimes, you know, IT might not be involved or very sort of minimally. So to have that person um, swoop in like you did, um, that to me, I can't imagine an organization doing it without that, I guess is what I'm getting at. Sure. I, I totally agree. I, I've definitely been a proponent of um, bringing that tech technological expertise into whatever it is you're doing. Um, in this case, right, this this could be beyond HR itself, um, but where there's technology in this in any industry where we're growing and our reliance on technology is just growing and growing and growing and it's embedded, we need to have that partnership between IT and whichever business unit it is, whether it's finance or HR uh, going forward, because I've seen it kind of split up in different ways with some companies. Some companies will have an IT shop with people dedicated to a business unit. Sometimes that works. Um, in other cases, you have the business unit who pulls in a technical person, which is what we have. Um, both can work, but where I have found the most success is when you have someone dedicated to the business unit who learns the ins and outs of that business unit for, for instance, HR, right? I came in with all this technology understanding, but I didn't have HR understanding. So that I had to grow and learn, right? I had to be adaptable and flexible to, to learn like how complicated benefits are. I had no idea. I just knew it was tricky to fill out my thing once a year in the system. I didn't know. Um, how complicated that got, right? Or how does compensation work? Or how do we make sure people are paid appropriately? I had no idea how any of that worked. Um, so but by learning and living and working amongst everyone, I could start to really understand what their needs were 
and what the situations would call for. Then the technology piece, I could just bring in and help start streamlining processes or building teams that could automate uh, and improve even just reporting, right? So we start having accurate data go out. Uh, we start um, being able to now branch into, you know, a form of analytics, you know. So having that embedded, I think, has just been just been very, very important. Yeah, a couple things come to mind. Um, you think about the, the sort of the legacy or the, the history of, of IT, right? Back when we had the bad old days of on-premises mm-hmm. solutions, you know, where you had the the IT, you know, the sort of the archetypal IT guy going to everybody's desktop, right? Way back with the CD-ROMs and all of this. I'm, I'm older than I might look. <laughs> I've been around the block. <laughs> but anyways, you know, and then you have, the, you know, your companies have their own, you know, they're, you know, they have their sort of their mainframe or whatever it is that they work on off of, or, you know, uh, and they have the IT department, sort of the, you know, the, the, um, you know, grants, you know, the central planning, you know, office where they're kind of watching everything. And that's, and so IT's role was very visibly um, uh, evident to the organization. Right. Then we moved to the to the cloud and that's old hat. But, you know, what I've been hearing forever is that, you know, IT's role just isn't as important with cloud based um, uh, solutions and all this. And 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 what I'm hearing, what I'm really understanding, though, in the past few years and, and again, this conversation is really kind of underscoring it is that um, IT is the role. IT still is important very important um, that technical expertise at the using organization that information technology expertise so important and it, and it just it it it's the it's the um, it is the factor that's going to enable you as an organization to to it's, it's going to make the difference between a failed implementation possibly um, depending on the wherewithal the vendor of the vendor itself and there's how scrupulous they are um, and um, and uh, you know and and wild success and it makes me wonder uh, whether it started me think started me to thinking of you know just now what is the training what, what kind of educational training do IT professionals go through? Do the, is it a computer engineering degree? Do we need to go into, you know, start something with the universities where we and the, the, the royal we, not, not necessarily mm-hmm. you and me, oh, that would be great. <laughs> but does, does, it, does a profession need to go and say, hey, look, universities, you need to start combining computer engineering degrees with some sort of a business acumen uh, and it can be a, a track that they want, you know, whether it's sales or HR or whatever. And because understand that this is going, this is the future of the IT profession. IT profession is very important. It is going to thrive if we do this. I mean, is, is that crazy talk or? No, it's, well, it's not crazy talk. So IT with business acumen um, is often called management information systems. That is a type of technology upbringing. You spend less time in the weeds and the programming and a little bit and a bit more time understanding how business works. Um, 
So that's one path, right? That's a, that's got that hybrid of just business in general. Um, then we've got comp sci, right? Where you can get into your machine learning, AI. You can really get into this complicated pieces, but you are going to have a bit less business in there. Um, so what I think would be very important is in a little bit more specialization on the business itself, right? So if you could have a hybrid IT and HR course, series of course, honestly, there's so much tech, you could have a series of courses on it, um, and how to apply IT principles to HR, I think that would be the value. Uh, I know we've, it's been pitched to our local tech college, but we didn't get any interest. There was no interest in it because people don't understand quite yet, not everybody, yeah. how important it is to, to bring these disciplines together yeah. as we move. It's not just IT. It's not just the business. It is IT folks who understand the business that they're working on. Um, I think that could be very valuable, whether, I mean, finance and HR, two, like, two areas right for um, heavy, well, more heavy technology intervention to help leverage all their systems. So I'm, I'm with you on, on, mm. could we do, could we do educational differently? Maybe. Uh, I don't know across the whole U.S. who's got what for programs, but I could absolutely see a benefit of bringing those together. Some of the things, for instance, that we've <clears throat> done is we've brought in uh, Agile through the Scrum framework into HR. Right. It's like blasphemy probably six years ago, but taking the principles of iterative development, in this case, iterative project work mm -hmm. and putting our work into two week increments and focusing on what we can deliver in two weeks in HR was a game changer for us. Mm -hmm. Right. We ended up seeing greater productivity and lower stress levels when we started to think in smaller increments that we could deliver on. People started delivering on things every two weeks. They're like, holy cow, I said I was going to do it and I actually got to do it, right? Because the whole structure of Agile, mm -hmm. if you could put that into a course to deliver, yeah. that's incredibly valuable. That's incredibly <laughs> valuable. Yeah, absolutely. It might, might be, um, I wonder if some of the vendors in the space could uh, bring some, uh, you know, some uh, uh, persuasion to bear, whatever you want to call it, to uh, to maybe sort of make this happen. Uh you know, it's interesting too, is there, there's, there would be a lot of, uh, there would be more than one potential career path for somebody who's, uh, you know, it, let's just take the, the HCM or the H, the HR focus, right? For, you know, you could work at a large organization that needs that person that has that cross-trained expertise um, uh, working right in embedded in HR for the technology piece or, you know, go work for uh, one of the vendors in the space and help them, uh, you know, create their greatest innovations, you know, in technology, that sort of thing. You know, there's all sorts of uh, potential career paths. And yeah, I think marketing might be another uh, one of the uh, disciplinary tracks that probably could uh, use this. Uh, it's just absolutely fascinating. Um, it, I wanted to just touch, uh, just shift gears just a little bit, because um, sure. I know that... Um, you know, the UKG, I know that uh, you, 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 I think you were mentioned, we had a, 
full disclosure, we had a conversation before this podcast for the audience, um, as we usually do with our with our guests, and that's how we kind of come up with the ideas. But Brandon and I were speaking, and and um, you and I were speaking, and you had uh, some ideas around you know UKGs, um, their level of service, and uh, their responsiveness. Maybe just talk a little bit more about how. Uh, they really helped uh, when when you sort of stepped up to the plate, say, hey, I can do this. Um, and then you you turned to them for some help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I said we had we still had to build the HRIS team. So what I walked into was all of this, all of the <laughs> all of the things in HR and the tech they had. Um, and when I reached out, they were they were there for me. Uh, we, as I said, we went through this this program that they had, which was a kind of a reevaluation of where you're at. Um, and they walked us through the whole thing, right? They process mapped everything, um, gave us our projects to go forward. Not only that, um, that started some relationships that I've had now for six years with people at their company um, who not only helped us do that piece, but who have stayed with us to help us make sure it never got back to that point. So, um, I want to put a plug in here for what UKG calls their extended services. So when we got through this kind of re-implementation process and we had our projects and we started putting these things in place, um, that the process that we went through got us so far, right? It got us to like, let's reorg the whole company, new orgs, use them consistently, document it, and then we'll move on to the next project. Well, when we got to the end of these like full-blown, well-identified projects, uh, that's where we brought in extended services. And that group stayed dedicated to us and still do uh, mm. to this day to look at our processes and uh, help us understand the capabilities of UKG Pro um, and to get us to the resources we need. It is, that has been the most valuable partnership of any of my uh, software vendors to date um, wow. because they keep us in the know on what's happening. And when we're like, we have this crazy idea with, you know, cause we're bringing all this technology, like we have this crazy idea. What if we did this and try to do this? They'll be there to be like, you can and cannot, or here's how you might try to do that. Here's a workaround and let me get you in contact with someone. Right. And now now we got innovation. Right. Now we're doing new things, cool things for we don't know the entire back end of UKG Pro. That's just it's it's secret. Right. It's proprietary. Um, But they can get us to the right places to start leveraging it in new and creative ways. So that's been that's been instrumental. Yeah, uh, not surprised to hear it. You know, we've, we, and it's wonderful to hear uh, again. Uh, we, we've heard from other users as well that they, they really get into the weeds and they'll really help you uh, make something happen. And it's sort of that, that real white glove approach as well. Um, and, and you're absolutely right about that. I mean, that, that talk about, talk about long-term commitment, you know, there's, you know, there's, I think there may be from the outside looking in, uh, there might be sort of this this idea that well you know it's cloud technology you know you just implement it and now it's deployed and you're just going to get your updates every three months or whatever the cadence is um, and that's sort of a one and done thing uh, but it's not 
like that at all, especially if you're an organization wants to keep innovating your own HR processes and HCM approach to HCM and leverage that that uh, that vendor as a partner. You need one that that whose whose solution is flexible enough to accommodate an, any number of things, but also whose uh, team is uh, is able to help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Moving. All of, all of our platforms are cloud-based. Um, that was one of the appeals for me, actually. Um, in this space, you can get your app to the cloud. It's managed by a different IT team. You don't have to worry about servers and uptime and those types of things. There's another company dealing with it. Great. But you still have to use the technology while it's there. It still needs to be configured so that it works for the business. There's, there's still plenty of technical work that needs to be done. Also, these things are in different clouds. You have more than one piece of software, right? We also leverage ServiceNow. We need ServiceNow and UKG Pro to talk to each other, right? Now we need to set up data integrations. These, these, there's just, there's so much more to do than just keeping a server running in a data center, which would have been the old, old way to do it, not in the cloud. Uh, so there's, there's still plenty of opportunity uh, moving data, configuring applications um, to meet the business needs. So yeah, there's cloud's great. It saves it saves a lot of operational costs for the business, but there's still technical work to be done. Lots of integration to do, lots of um, uh, workarounds to do. Um, you need you, you're going to uh, have to need more than one system. I've seen more than one uh, report out there, uh, research looking at the data, and you know, we're going to say there's. They're uh, for they're projecting more uh, integration in the future, not less. You know, more applications uh, for HR departments, not fewer, in 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 the future. And so that's that is you know that that's where things are going. And so, you know, as that as that plays out, you're just going to need more and more of that expertise internally and and be able to find that vendor that uh, that understands and can actually accommodate. Um, that that level of uh, aspired uh, flexibility, if uh, got to come up with a new term there. <laughs> but in any event, yeah. Um, and I wish I wish we talk, I wish we had time to talk a little bit more about the ServiceNow piece. But um, this has just been this has just been absolutely fascinating, uh, Brandon. Uh, and I just want to thank you so much for uh, for joining us and sharing your story. Uh, this is a really really interesting. Uh, angle. It's a really important uh, piece of the puzzle in this space. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the platform to discuss it. It's something we should discuss. Right? Yeah. HR and technology. It's it's a way of the future. It's going to be changing the way organizations work. So I'm happy to I'm happy to chat about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Brandon. You're welcome.